So at this point, uh, the LAPO graduated three months ago. I, I guess about a year and three months ago. And keeping up, keeping in touch and talking, one thing we realized was how much we're both still reading. Um, I guess we had to. <laughs> I guess the LAPO still has to since he's still in school. But um, <laughs> I just, we just realized that, yeah, books are, are something that we're still thinking a lot about. So we want to have this podcast be about, you know, the the book that changed everything i think though we read a lot it's only it's a rare and special occurrence when a book really changes maybe who you are how you think about everything else and you kind of become something else and yeah we just wanted to have a a, a podcast on that so if you could take away the lapo like what 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 book would be the book that changed everything for you yeah absolutely absolutely um so recently i guess about three months ago i like finished this one book by eleanor roosevelt and it's just like pretty simple it's like directed as a self-help book and it's just called like 11 principles for a more fulfilling life um i read that at the beginning of the summer and yeah honestly i think it really did change the way i thought about things and just sort of put me into a new light i would say okay so i guess what what prompted you to pick up that book? Um, personally, it's just self-help books is, has actually never been a genre that, that's allured me. So I'm, I'm interested in that. And then, mm-hmm. and then also, I guess, what, what new ways, like who, who were you before? And then what new things did it um, prompt you to see? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So actually, funny enough, the book was literally, it was just lying around my house. So I had bought it. Mm. I think two years prior during COVID. During COVID, it was when I like started reading a lot more than I had, than I had been. Um, like the self-help prior. genre? Just like generally, I was just reading a lot more, to be honest, um, than I had been in like my first two years of, of undergrad. And so I was just like sort of buying like tons of books. And I think COVID was also just a time when I was practicing a lot more in introspection than I had been like previously. And so me like getting into these like self-help books and just like thinking more about my own like inner psychology, my own sort of like principles and values. Like I was just like very interested in these books, but obviously like I didn't really get around to, you know, all the books that I would have liked to. And so I think this one was just sort of lying around and I was going on a trip to Nashville and I was about to go on like a three hour plane ride. And I think the day before I literally just picked it up and was like, huh, this might be a nice little treat to just (laughs) to read on the plane ride. Um, nice. and, and yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, and then to your, to your second question about, you know, who was I before and, you know, sort of who was I afterwards? I guess I would start by saying that, and to put things into context that again, I had just graduated. Um, I was sort of in a state where I was thinking about, you know, all of my next steps. I knew that I wasn't um, immediately going to start working that I was about to move to this new country that I was about to you know start on this new adventure um, here in Ireland and here in Dublin and so I think I was just doing a lot of reflecting as to the sorts of goals the sorts of person that I wanted to be and the sort of ways that I wanted to grow um, in my time in my time here in Dublin and I think that book really opened me up to and just really remind me of you know what it meant to be curious and what it meant to be curious about mm. other people, to be curious about other people's experiences, 
And it sort of just like reminded me of that. It was like a little nudge um, after having going through all this time in undergrad and having had all of these like very, um, I guess like very like um, personal like experiences. I was thinking more about like the book put me into more of a space where I found myself really, really appreciating and curious about other people um, more so than I had been prior. Nice. Yeah, I think hearing, hearing what I hear is, you know, there's the pandemic, mm. which I feel brought everyone into a more introspective space. You know, mm. I mm. literally a lot of us had no one else to talk to but our family mm. and mm. then our head. Mm. <laughs> um, but then I think you're so right that, you know, graduating is also such a turning point. So to, you know, for both of us, I've had these experiences like mm. a, you know, once in a lifetime event happen. And then on top of that, this is the like one thing all of our lives have been anchored around graduating mm. college is happening. So it, it just I feel is so much to be kind of going through. And it's, it's mm. cool to kind of leave that time with this new sense of curiosity trying to essentially get to kind of get out of seems like getting out of your head to just try to get to know other mm. people more hear mm. more about them hear their stories How, has that been something you've like then seen in your time in dublin like you're just you're like asking more questions getting to know more about people than you previously mm. had been getting mm. to know and stuff like that no yeah absolutely and i think like particularly it was really like the timing uh, of sort of reading the book it was that okay I probably could have yeah. read this like two years ago when I first bought it and I don't know if it would have had the same sort of profound impact on me and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that the last two or three years of my undergrad experience I was very very focused on these like very personal goals whether that be professional or in my own health and fitness or with my with my extracurriculars and I was just very focused on like my individual growth um, but I wasn't as focused on like growing as like a character and growing as someone who is like interacting with other people um, Like someone who isn't going to sort of like live in a vacuum someone who's like Who's like human experience is dependent on his interactions with like the people around him and I think Learning about that curiosity and just like sort of being reminded of it What was so pivotal to now like coming to Dublin and being able to really appreciate the relationships of, with people around me but really taking the extra step forward in being curious about like Irish culture and taking time to, you know, let me see how my experiences, my points of view, my values sort of differ and diverge from um, the people that I'm interacting. And so I think that's been like really, really fantastic. Spending time late at night, um, talking with my sweet mates, talking with um, other students here at Trinity and really just like appreciating how different we are, the different backgrounds we come from. Um, and I think it really does stem from that like nudge of curiosity that that book really pushed me into and how it, yeah, how it just sort of gave me a little, a little reminder. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it seems super cool. And, and yeah, almost like the perfect thing to do next after you read a book like that, I feel would be to go to a different country <laughs> um, and, and put it into practice. So yeah, yeah the timing seems quite right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I to be honest, hearing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go <laughs> I was just gonna say that um, hearing y what you say mm. honestly reminds me a lot of what I have in response mm. to the question. So, but but first, so before I go on to it, maybe what were you gonna ask? Well, I was just gonna honestly ask about like the timing for you 
and like for you to sort of like bring up bring up your sort of book and maybe reflect a little bit about the timing where you were when you read it when you when you first experienced it and how that might have changed how you interacted with it um if, if you had read it now or maybe like a year before yeah no okay so yeah i'll just go into it um and and, and touch on those things um for me it actually similar to you you know it was my senior spring so similar time but you know my senior spring was i feel like the true like pandemic school year everything was virtual you know people talk so much about how how much fun you know your senior spring is of college mm-hmm. but i i had all virtual classes essentially couldn't really see anyone that all of the fun that you you talk about is just like mm-hmm. not happening um on top of that, I feel I was in a really kind of low point in general. In addition to the pandemic, I didn't have a job lined up for me. And I think similar to you, I was also really focused on goals, mm-hmm. <laughs> on personal goals of, of getting that job. So to, to still be at that state, mm-hmm. to me, was particularly devastating. And um yeah, just really in my head about a lot of things, feeling pretty down about the school year, about post-college prospects. And and then that's when I took, uh, it was a James Baldwin course. And I don't know if I can cite any one particular work, but I would really just say, you know, like some of his seminal ones is like The Fire, like Next Time. Just, just reading a, an essayist who's, who's really speaking about a really different time period and and is really focused on goals and and issues that really pertained to me you know like civil rights and like Mm -hmm. black experience in america but honestly wasn't something that i I had been really thinking about Mm. super hard Mm. was really inspiring and i think particularly his one message from that i got from him was just like sort of the what you what you see as the established sort of supreme culture i guess Mm -hmm. like white culture Mm -hmm. he was really um almost expressed a lot of pity for kind Mm -hmm. of called them like infantile and i Mm -hmm. I think it just really brought me to think differently and reposition my goals and about Mm -hmm. what exactly i'm striving for Mm -hmm. and what exact impact do i want to have or or who do i want to be in terms of like let's maybe not just think simply about let's just get this top job, mm. but more about, yeah, w- what kind of work do I want to do? Mm. So I think it was just like a great wake up call to have right before entering the workforce about the significance of what you're doing and, and not just about like chasing accolade, accolades, mm. which I feel was a lot of college. And it's a good question. I'm, I'm honestly kind of scared to think about <laughs> what exactly would be in my head who mm. I would have been if I didn't take a course like that and maybe just proceeded to you know really really just want simply to achieve and mm. and really nothing more substantive than that um mm. yeah and it seems like overall that it sort of pushed you to sort of reflect on like what it means to have a life that's fulfilling a life where you have a broad sense of contentment and where it's like okay I'm not just sort of chasing over I'm not sort of just chasing these like accolades of high achievement but instead I'm doing things because I've taken the time to reflect on what's important to me 
and I've sort of done things that are in line with that. Yeah, I would totally agree. Where I think uh, you can agree with your assessment. I think you can see it as both something that helps others, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, maybe work that's or, or mindsets that are a bit more anchored toward being a good citizen. Mm -hmm. But also I th it kind of goes to just yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, James Baldwin really considers himself an artist talks a lot about, you know, an artist's work and like the work for an artist and sort of how individualistic it is, mm -hmm. how much it is about being honest to the artist, to being honest and, and being authentic to, mm -hmm. to the self. And yeah, I think that's another aspect of work that I really want. You know, I, I really want the things I do to, to really feel like they're coming from me, being mm -hmm. really introspective, mm -hmm. kind of getting at a world that I personally really want for like my community mm. and yeah I feel my a lot of my thinking was divested from like that that was just not part of it for mm. a while where it was really just about people tell me this like yeah job or this um, positions really high achieving and, and, and pays a lot and, and that's mm. simply going to be it and you know not to say of course I'm not issuing entirely um, mm. money <laughs> yeah. I think that's all super that's still that matters but why not try to get all of this like why mm. why can't work be something that pays something that i personally is a world i want to create and also mm. is like helpful just mm. to, to really yeah i want all of that <laughs> mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm curious about as you were reading like baldwin's texts and also being in a classroom environment where you have the opportunity to engage in, in discourse with your classmates like, i'm curious about how you sort of felt about like the the context in which that text was written in terms of like the time periods and how you still felt or whether or not you still felt like a lot of that context like how attached was were the things that Baldwin was writing about to like the context that he was living in compared to the context that you are now living in like I guess like how much of his work did you find sort of transcending the, the sort of context that he was specifically in. Uh, so kind of you're to rephrase like you're kind of asking I guess Baldwin's talking about civil rights mm. for Black Americans and you're kind of asking how did I get anything of that sort of topic from now or was it only sort of a, a mm. metaphor for like what I've been describing so far? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's great. I think in a way what really bridged bridges it to, for me still is this idea that I feel um, in a way I feel Baldwin really saw this world to an extent as there's like sort of the white world and, and, mm -hmm. and there's sort of like the black world and um, yeah perhaps to extrapolate I feel we're in a time now where things are only more blurred from mm -hmm when he was writing i think you know there's still a lot of oppression and i think i can see a lot of the aspirations i had as sort of belonging to a, a person who's trying to sort of mm. maybe fit in or also to ach like achieve himself in a mm. sort of white world mm. and um i then think that what really kind of bridges it more intimately is for a black person to, you know, not 
do that, but then to instead ask, you know, what do I want for myself? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to defy categories, I don't think the answer is to do what should be done in a black world, but to instead just really pursue mm-hmm. your own world and, and to mm-hmm. want something for yourself truly instead of wanting to like mm. be appeasing or or to be reactive to mm. what is like the dominant white culture around us mm. you know he he definitely is speaking a lot about his father who is um sort of a pastor that was really essentially disgruntled by mm. racism and his whole he he eventually just starts to see his enti- his dad's entire work as just mm. being bitter about racism you know he he talks He's, he's really reflective on, on the ways that whiteness not affects both the white person and the black person. I think mm. he's constantly trying to defy it, to, to move past it. Mm. And I think then what Bridget was just kind of me realizing what, what would that be for myself, you know, mm. in, in today's time. And, mm. and some of the things I've been talking about, I feel, I felt are like the modern corollaries to, to some mm. of those so some of those discussions mm-hmm. oh wow that's that's <laughs> yeah honestly that's like so awesome to hear like one I, I just feel like that was like such a mature way to sort of like take the context in which Baldwin was was like writing and sort of like apply that to your, to your own self so honestly like yeah that was like amazing <laughs> like, thank <laughs> you for sure <laughs> um, but I guess I would say like just to like continue with that I guess having had these reflections and having like felt this sort of growth from like reading Baldwin's text, I'm curious as to like now, how do you feel like you've been able to, or how do you feel like you're sort of shaping yourself in order to better internalize these sorts of like groundbreaking or sort of like life changing <laughs> moments that you might get from books? Like what sort of things do you feel like have been able to help better maximize your surface area for these sorts of moments to, to occur or happen hmm yeah um yeah I'm gonna ask that right back at you after mm-hmm. but um I think you know it's there's something almost unsettling or you know disturbing about reading things or, or having mm. experiences that really change how you're mm. orienting yourself and like what you think are gonna come next so and, and there's a lot to life <laughs> about just like sort of enjoying things and, and, and sort of just having a, a good time. So I feel definitely my senior at the end of like while I was graduating, I was in a really like tormented headspace <laughs> um, with all of that was going on. And I think from then it's, it's never so I don't think I think it's something that's and are always always to work on it but perhaps what's helped is a continuing to read you know um reading is, is something that i still feel perhaps slight maybe the next one can, can be about the the best the book the music video that changed <laughs> everything but i think books in general mm. are still bringing that change more for me so mm. to continue reading it but honestly i think on reading with friends or discussing with friends mm. is something that helps make the the task slightly easier right mm. where um even conversations that we're having right now mm. or or in general you know we talk about books a bit so so stuff like that has, mm. has made it less can make it like an easier and more, i feel more digestible way to like get into that headspace and to mm. move in that headspace and um 
on top of that, I think kind of what you mentioned too, trying to just be more introspective allows for an easier processing of like new thoughts. Mm. You know, if you're mm. kind of constantly on go with certain tasks, mm. you kind of like close that off for yourself. So then when you open up, it, it maybe is like unsettling. Everyone's yeah. changed so much. Everyone's been developing these ways I have. And so yeah. Yeah, I think constantly hold on to that spirit and maybe just mm. to do it with, with, with peers has, has been one thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess I, I'm interested, like, with with you too, have you been continuing to try to get things from, from books and, and, like, how are you kind of going about yeah. that process now after having such a, a pivotal one with Eleanor Roosevelt? Yeah, I guess, um, I think the first thing I would say is, and this is also tied to me now being in Dublin and just being in this new environment, but... The one thing that I was thinking about after reading that book was that, okay, like I'm probably not the first person to like read this book and feel like, oh, like this has really like inspired something in me. Um, And just like generally, I feel like a lot of these like revelations that I'm having or a lot of this introspection that I'm having, you know, it's probably unique to my own experience, but it's definitely not the first time that someone has had, that someone has like thought about, oh, you know, what sort of (laughs) values are important to me or you know, what is a fulfilling life? And so I think for me, it's almost like spurred a newfound appreciation and want and desire to study history, study like mm. the lines of history, study, you know, people who came before me and just like learn more about the world in a historical context, the world as it like is not right now. Um, so I think like that's the first thing. And I think a lot of that also just comes from like being in Europe and having access to a lot more of European history in terms of the people around me. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is honestly just kind of going with things on a whim, kind of feeling open Mm. and empowered to, if I feel like I'm suddenly interested in something, kind of just like buying a few books on it or you know going down a YouTube rabbit hole and being okay with an understanding that, okay, it's not like everything that I'm interested in that I decide to take up on a whim is going to lead to something. But if like 10% or if one out of every like 20 things I like try out really ends up being pivotal and having a profound impact on the way I think for the rest of my life, like obviously it's like worth it, you know? And so I think kind of being, having that mentality with myself that like, okay, like let me just try something out, even if it's just like a, just like a little twinge of interest like let me just try it out and explore that um and i'd say those two things have really been helpful in terms of just learning about new things but also having more appreciation and going back to you know what i learned from the eleanor roosevelt book just being more curious <laughs> you know it's such a simple thing yeah, we're, always yeah. told this. we're always told this but <laughs> you know it's, it is such a simple thing but yeah just trying to elevate that quality of curiosity yeah no i, I love it. i think for both of us yeah these these revelations aren't unique. We didn't like discover anything. These, mm. I mean, literally Yet. people Yet. from. <laughs> <Yet>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, but yeah, these are these are texts that have existed for a while. They said this thing a, a long time ago, and both of these people were speaking in contexts where a lot of other people were were also saying similar things. So it's cool mm. how, yeah, that you you noted that, and and yeah, for you too. Then I feel like you're not only curious about other people but clearly you're just like a more kind of curious learner mm. on and then curious about just like everything it seems mm. which mm. which is a super fun place to be in mm. and and i keep on going back to it yeah i imagine things are looking 
literally look older where you mm. are. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of apparent that there's just been a past mm. in a way that maybe hasn't been apparent before. So it's, mm. like, even more incentive to dig into that past and find yeah. out something about that past. Mm. Um, mm. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Honestly, well, that was a lovely discussion. Like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing so much. And, yeah, looking forward to the next one. Yeah, no, this has been great. Yeah.